This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by Lawrence Taylor's Tax Service. Don't want to get butt-fucked by the IRS this year? Then call up LT. And now it's time for the Sports Lords! <laughs> Nobody wants to get butt-fucked by the IRS. Uh, or maybe someone does, but I don't think so. Yeah. Well, and I'm pretty sure LT is an expert on butt-fucking. Mm-hmm. So the tax part kind of comes second. But I, from what I understand, he has a calculator and a pair of glasses, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of all you need to do for well, actually, taxes. And yeah. just this year, he added a, a green visor. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Yeah, so- and to be clear, it's one of those old school calculators with like the receipt paper roll that comes yeah. out at the top, you know, so it's right. like you can really see the numbers mm-hmm. you're crunching in there. Yeah, it uh, makes that satisfying printing sound that mm-hmm. you love to hear. Yeah. But nobody wants to get butt fucked by the like, I don't want to get butt fucked by the IRS. Like other people. Yes. The IRS. Sure. No. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah, exactly. They, I mean, uh, they yeah, could, we, all, we, we all love butt fucking. They're rough. You know what I mean? Like they're a little too rough. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. <laughs> it's like happened once before where like I'm at home, I get a knock on the door, the tax man's here and mm-hmm. it's like, damn it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you failed to report that, you know, $100, whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't so all I'm your <laughs> $100 in tips from last year. Yeah. You didn't report. Yeah. He's a shit. Yeah, exactly. And, so it's like, uh, give me the hundo and pull your pants down. And yeah, you, just, you got to. You have to. It's they're a representative of the government, so you kind of don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not if yeah. LT's on your side. So give them a call. They will play mm-hmm. the national anthem as it's happening, so it's you know, <laughs> that's a positive. Absolutely. You just can't do yeah. doggy style because then you're kneeling and then that's a whole thing. So you got to like just bend over. <laughs> just fully um, standing fully upright and then just bend at the hips. Hands at yep. the side. Yeah. No need. Dems the rules. I didn't write them. You know? Yeah. Um, it's yeah, in the Constitution. Make sure, make sure the tax guy has protection. Okay. I'll just, I won't go into any further details. Right. That I just know people can have bad experiences. Something that's pretty cool though, and I got to give credit to the U.S. government, is that now there's like tax ladies that come over and they'll peg you too, you know, because they're like diversifying and opening it up. <laughs> yeah, it's just long overdue. It really honestly. is. It really yeah. is. That yeah. was actually one of Biden's first mm-hmm. uh, things he did when he got in office. He said he he wanted to let the ladies get in on. The uh, IRS butt fucking duties. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to listen, Jack, I'm going to let tax ladies in. I'm going to get a black Supreme Court justice and uh, do nothing else. Yeah, yeah. And he's I mean, he's been a man of his word so far. You know, he hasn't done anything, but we do have lady IRS butt fuckers now. So (laughs) that's progress. I mean, and if he brings lady tax collectors to do the butt fucking in the ukraine i think that's kind of big on my list oh yeah yeah for sure he'll win my vote next go around if he um sends an army to invade um eastern europe and force them to have lady butt fuckers as tax collectors yeah and he'll do it i mean they they do it to expats who live all around the world they'll these people fly around and travel around and oh they find you yeah yeah i think it's like the new tom cruise movie that's in the works you know where he plays <laughs> one of these tax collectors hunting down people all over the world it's kind of like the mm-hmm. new uh born identity style yeah it's an elite highly trained team of mm-hmm. buttfuckers. oh listen, yeah listen here jack i want to send ladies and trans jengas all over the world 
<laughs> I still, uh, it's Kyle Dunnigan's uh, listen here, Jack. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Come on. Come on, Buster Brown. <laughs> um, yeah, how's uh, how's uh, everybody's week been in the glorious metaverse? <laughs> oh man, it's been it's been great, man. It's been great. This metaverse is really cool. I really dig it. You know, I don't know if you guys are getting into it, but it's cool that now I can have an office in my home it's all about working it's awesome Mm -hmm. oh yeah make yeah it's nice to have the home be a place of work yeah in addition to a place of living what better way to escape reality than to make a virtual reality office in your own home you know what i mean (laughs) oh like a a virtual reality so an office in your metaverse in your home so Uh you have i mean lt could probably write that off for you probably that's true mm-hmm. that's true with his visor and his glasses his calculator yep yeah um but yeah the week's been fine you know it's still hell world and whatever i'm yeah, still alive yeah. for some reason yeah aside from the normal hell world condition this has been a fine week um spring is starting to spring down here in the deep south so that's nice um but I got to tell you, sports-wise, it's a little, little slow right now, you yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, the only um, the only uh, thing that I watched and enjoyed sports-wise um, was, like, the three-point contest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't enjoy it that much because uh bet on my boy Trey Young, and he came just short, mm. winning me big bucks. Mm-hmm. yeah i i like the nba i'm a big fan so i'm okay with sports and uh nba all-star weekend was a fun thing for me uh worst dunk contest ever um i think that's the consensus and uh it truly was terrible but uh congratulations to Obi toppin of the new york knicks for winning that garbage uh it's the closest thing the knicks will it's the only thing the knicks will ever win so you know Hi-yo. It's looking that yeah. way. And yeah, I, I I tuned out of the um the dunk contest because I think where they lost me is how you kind of get like um infinite tries. You get three attempts total. Yeah, but what was happening is they were because uh, Jalen Green had a bunch of attempts on dunks, but they were saying they weren't actual attempts of the dunk because he wasn't even like getting to the point of the dunk. The ball was, the pass was bad or like, you know, but they, I mean, when Nate Robinson won a few years ago, he had like 14 attempts at a dunk when it was unlimited. So it's just not good anymore. Um, And this year, especially it was extra bad. Yeah. Yeah, Like literally the worst, like literally the worst ever is the consensus damn that's sad yeah i mean even on the broadcast it was funny like Dwayne wade who was calling it you know was like yeah this was a six uh you know like hold up a six for the whole contest and he's like and i'm being kind (laughs) damn yeah i i missed it i heard it was bad though and i've heard people putting out different proposals to try and reinvigorate the dunk contest, like, you know, making a, like a million dollar prize or something. Cause do you win anything when you win the dunk contest? No. no and that's why, that's why superstars don't want to do it. Cause it's like, first off, yeah. if you fuck up, you're going to be embarrassed. Cause it's just like right. you out there. And then yeah. there's no real incentive to do it. Cause it's right. like, dude, John Morant would be amazing in this thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, the dunks in the all-star game were all so much cooler and dude, better. Yeah. Um, but I thought the skills competition was actually pretty fun this year with a new format. And I enjoyed watching that way more than the dunk contest. And now they're also saying the three point contest is the elite thing and should be the headliner of that whole uh, Interesting. Saturday night. Yeah. I didn't even watch the game, but uh yeah yeah because it's it's hard to get up for a game where 
I think that goes for any all-star game where they're kind of just half-assing it. You yeah. Know, yeah. Baseball, football. Well, football is not, they shouldn't even do that. I don't know. I don't understand why they even do that. Yeah. I, I think baseball is like the only all-star game that's still like relatively close to actual competition. Even that's more lax, but like, you know, pitchers are still throwing 98 miles per hour. Guys are still like, it's more like a real game. Cause like I watched the first half of the NBA all-star game and they've changed the format where they're like doing this quarters thing. And, Mm -hmm. but there's very little defense. I mean, obviously the final score is like 172 to 165 or whatever. So it's better than the pro bowl, but I mean, it's still fun to watch guys do like Trey, had an insane lob to John ja Morant for like John ja Morant was going off. Yeah. And it's fun to see just the insane athleticism, um, but it's not super competitive really. I love it. I love the new format. Uh, the fourth quarter is always super close, especially now that they're doing the Elam rules where they, the team who's leading, they'll add 24 in honor of Kobe. And then you got to get to that number to win. Um, it gets pretty competitive at the end. Um, but I don't know. I don't watch basketball for defense. So I love seeing Steph Curry hit 16 three pointers in a game. And, uh, I don't know. I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I mean, obviously I'd rather watch a play. I'd I'd rather watch a playoff game for sure. A million times over. And I do agree with you. I think baseball is the most competitive in terms of an exhibition game. Yeah. It's by far. Yeah. Because I you know, I don't know what you can do really that would be like relaxed and fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like hard. Yeah, you can't really like play at half speed the yeah. way you can in like football or basketball. Or basketball, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I, I hear you guys. I mean, I totally get it. I just, I'm a basketball freak. So I'm like cool with, you know, I like watching it. But, but it was a cool weekend uh, overall, I thought, because it was like the NBA 75. So a bunch of old geezers were out there and they were celebrating them. And that was kind of cool to see some of them come out. It was cool to see Neek, Dominique Wilkins get mm. a lot of national kind of spotlight on him. And um, there was like a funny moment, like TNT did this thing online where like they got like the guys from Thursday, the guys from Tuesday and Dominique and Sue bird and Quavo and a bunch of random people to draft their super teams out of the top 75 list. Um, just for like a fantasy thing, just for fun. And Dominique had the number one overall pick and he was like, fuck it. I'm going to pick myself. Yeah. Uh, I want to make sure Hell I get yeah. picked. I'm good. I was good playing. <laughs> And it was like, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah, man. And like Charles was like, hell yeah, dude. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> yeah. Gotta love Neek. Uh, it was exciting to see him there and getting some national, yeah, national love. Yeah, I think he's great. But uh, yeah, but it yeah, was... and then Carl Anthony Towns won the three point contest, right? Yeah. Big big man winning the, the three point contest. Yeah. Before the thing started, he said he was the best shooting big man of all time, and he was there to back it up, and he did. Man, that's just so relatable for me. I do that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. Call my shot, succeed, look really cool. That's kind of your thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Another thing that was on par with a dunk contest was um, DJ Khaled, who quote unquote performed uh, on Saturday night. I did witness this live. Yes. Uh, And it left me confused because I knew he was a producer and that's fine. You put together music and you get artists to perform behind the beats and 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 on every track he produces he has to yell we the best music Mm -hmm. which i gotta love that you you love it we the best music but the thing that struck out struck me was before the thing started he came out and he's like this is a dream you know I was always told you're never going to perform at an NBA all-star game and I was like who's telling you that because like I 
like who went up to you and was like, "Hey, man, you're never going to perform in an All Star game." Yeah, uh, look, I know you think you're talented, <laughs> but there's no way you're ever performing at an NBA All Star game. That's like an insane, weird thing to say. Um, but then his performance, and I say it in quotes, is just him standing next to a rapper and doing the thing I do when rap songs come on and I don't really know the words and you just say the last word of the rhyme Mm -hmm. and that's all he does and basically ruins the song. (laughs) 100% ruins the song, yeah. It's insane. And he's like one of the biggest stars in pop music right now. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't think, um, I think, I think I do get it. And that I just, it's really dumb and it's well, annoying. Yeah. It's annoying because I don't remember who was performing, but I remember just being like, I kind of just want to hear that. Yeah. Why are you there? Yeah. Um, yeah. Why did they even have him as a performer? Like he's not a, he doesn't perform, right? No, like, it was like, he could have come out and been like, yeah, we're going to, I'm here, whatever. And it's like, we're going to play all my songs and like the rappers are going to come out and rap. But like, yeah. And you can just get off stage and let Ludacris do his thing um right instead of like ludicrous is rapping and you interrupt him and like stop ha! go and it's like what are you doing man like shut the fuck up like shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> let migos rap without you interrupting them they kind of uh, already do migos already does that mm-hmm. like they kind of accent their own right yeah verses they don't need a a big a big old guy doing that himself, you know, but you got to respect him. He uh, refuses to go down on his wife. So, you know, you got to, yeah, you got to respect Khaled for that. He's, DJ Khaled. he's like, he's like a mafia. He's like a member of the Soprano family. Yeah. If that gets around that you're doing that, look out. <laughs> oh, that's been respect. Our, that's been around for years. I just always bring it up anytime DJ Khaled comes up. Cause, uh, it's funny. Yeah, right. I my most of my exposure, at least recently, to DJ Khaled has been through these Pandora commercials that play on one of the streaming platforms. I think, um, <laughs> and he's just such a dumb. He just comes off as so dumb. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch one of these Pandora commercials, he's talking about like so. I get all people come over to my house and I put on a Pandora station and they think I picked all the songs, but actually Pandora did it for me. It's like, well, then what are you good at? I thought your whole thing was. You're the best. Yeah. It was like, you're dumb. You're dumb and annoying. Yeah. It's like, it just doesn't make sense to me. There's other producers. I don't do a good job and they get out of the way. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. mind pop stars being dumb. No, be entertaining. Sure. He's just dumb right. and also is just like taking up space. Yeah. Uh, here's a. I, I just found a clip from the performance over the weekend, just so you guys can understand. I guess what I'm trying to say and how he just doesn't need to be on stage. Uh, so this is, I think, the part where. Uh, the baby this is the beginning so here we go the baby yeah the baby uh, the baby uh, was it the baby or came. was it baby little baby this is little, little baby. baby this is little okay. baby excuse me the baby wrong. got canceled right yeah well no one gets canceled there he's touring so he's fine <laughs> so here's here's some of the performance from this cool guy dj show take you Oh shit! Ads immediately. <laughs> we did get when to hear him to start to say, "We the best yeah. music, though," which is awesome. All right. Eliminates more ads. Ago. Jesus Christ, YouTube! There was like two seconds. <laughs> YouTube's really up their ads. Yeah. We gonna light this whole place up. Here we go. Shut up. Like, you don't need you, DJ. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's he's, he's making just, it ob- objectively worse. And he did he, that worsening it. It goes there's, there's like a, there's like a catchy melody mm-hmm. to that song, and he's just yelling over it in a completely monotone way. Off like key, uh, just not. Uh, yeah, it's like I want to hear Ludacris. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that was like a thing that I was annoyed at um, with DJ Khaled. He the best. We the best music. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, DJ Khaled, get out of here. I don't know yeah. who's enjoying this, but it's not me. Yeah. Do your beats, do your commercials, I guess, and uh, don't go on stage. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. You're on notice. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to keep an eye out on you. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll bring the big, uh, the big hook like at the Apollo next time. <laughs> Just get him out of here get you out of there like the sandman i do want to push back on one or not push back clarify so no one gets canceled i don't think so no celebrities do well i do know the baby um i believe i won't say canceled but there was controversy around some homophobic language he yes used. yeah i, I um, yeah, to clarify myself, because canceled means you don't, you're done. But like all these people get in trouble or get pushback, but you know, still tour, still period yeah. movies. They well, don't, you know, you lose a job, but like people have been fired for doing shit forever. So it's like, I don't know. I'm just, I don't want to get into all this necessarily on our show, but I'm just not big cancel culture guy i think it's just dumb culture war that people like to fight over and it's uh, i agree uh, not real i agree partially like i do think it's a dumb culture war but i do also think like people do get canceled they don't get like completely shut down but i don't know i think there's there is some something to people getting canceled um yeah sometimes think, it's justified yeah. sometimes it's not like the baby said some pretty horrendous stuff and right. uh his version of being canceled is like he still has an audience he's still touring but like he's not going to be included in anything like that because yeah he's not doing any more do a leap of songs or whatever but yeah he's not going to do an all-star game either we'll see <laughs> I mean, yeah snoop dogg murdered a guy and dr dre has been accused of assault by a lot of people and he just they just did the super bowl so it's like that's true although i don't know man it's like just give it a couple years and they're back yeah maybe yeah although i wonder if snoop dogg murdered somebody in 2022 if uh if he'd recover from that i don't know i don't know but it's i mean it is funny in the night i mean he like killed a guy and then wrote a song about it in the 90s (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now he's friends with martha stewart and everyone loves him and he's yeah. like yeah and and he's, like, and look, he's like a kid's football coach yeah, yeah he's like a lovable mm-hmm. guy who does cooking shows and shit and it's like all right whatever man but mm-hmm. I, I would know. i would argue in the cultural consciousness murder is more forgivable than offending the wrong people like obviously in the eyes of the law not true but like yeah there are people who there's tons of like murderers and criminals. oh murder doesn't matter no murder is totally cool look Nobody at ray lewis killed. look at like fucking yeah oj yeah. simpson yeah allegedly allegedly right right we don't know what happened same with ray lewis yeah we don't, we don't know, know what happened and we also don't know what happened to his blood covered suit uh right in atlanta right. we do know he changed the rules of atlanta and that sucked speaking of okay i i don't want to um linger on the just the debate but I mean, it's fine. It's, yeah. But I will. I do think it kind of parlays nicely into this really stupid saga um, over the last week after the L.A. Rams parade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'll just give the quick rundown as far as I understand it. Feel free to correct me. Oh, yeah. But um, 
at the at the LA Rams Super Bowl parade, which by all accounts was very poorly attended and not like it kind of just showed they're a team that LA hasn't fully embraced yet. That's you know, they, they've only been there a couple of years. It's not like if the Lakers or the Dodgers mm-hmm. win their championship. So that said, poorly attended parade, but Matt Stafford was getting lit, uh, getting very hammered, which I'm all in favor of, like for parades. Like, I mean, if, if there's ever a chance to get hammered, it's when you want a Super Bowl. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Even Tom Brady jumped in on Twitter and was like, mix in a water, dude. Trust mm-hmm. me. Because mm-hmm. of his famous, like getting wasted the year before. <laughs> anyway, Matt Stafford's on stage about to get the trophy, I think. And there's a woman who's photographing the proceedings and she falls off the stage. Um, like she doesn't see that she's on the edge of the stage. She falls. You can't really tell how far the fall is, but it's substantial. And Matt Stafford just kind of makes a face like a, oh shit. And then turns around sort of, I would say the gest, the, the motion was, oh shit, that's not my problem. And he walked away. And then his wife ran over to help. Now, uh, apparently it wasn't a good look. I would sort of argue like the last thing you want, if there is someone injured is a wasted guy being the one to help. Yeah. So like (laughs) a wasted guy with CTE, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, and you could argue he was sort of like flippant about someone getting injured. I would push back on that. And I would say he sees people get injured all the time. So I think his reaction was a little bit more flippant because you know, he's probably seen a lot of people break a lot of bones. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway, then his wife goes to help and the internet got really mad because Mm -hmm. of his reaction to uh, trying to, the woman, by the way, apparently suffered a fracture in her spine. No. Yeah. (laughs) Ouch. So he felt bad, I think. And him and his wife went out of their way and said hey we're gonna cover all her medical bills which was like they didn't have to do that i get why they were like this isn't a good look let's just do we have lots of money let's do this because she had to go fund me and anyway then (laughs) the plot thickens and somebody dug up this woman had all these i don't know how many but like a couple of either racist or homophobic or both tweets from a while ago. And so then the internet turned once again. Oh God. So it's, to me, it's uh, just a tale of how stupid the internet is. Yeah. That's why you should, no one should be on social media. And uh, that's why this, that's why this hell world is hell world. That's what fuels the hell world is social media is the primary force behind all of the current hell world conditions we were experiencing. And um, as far as it relates to cancel culture, I think what part of what probably motivated Matt Stafford to like step up and do that is he's like, I don't want to get dragged online for this. And then mm-hmm. the real victim of cancel culture, I would argue or I would assume is this lady who now every yeah. time she has to go try and get a job is probably going to be like, someone's going to Google her and be like, Oh shit. She felt, Oh, she tweeted. Ugh. Maybe it won't hire her. <laughs> I think too, the other thing, I doubt Matt Stafford actually paid for this. I guarantee you the Rams covered it mm. and they're like, Oh, but you mm. will make it look like you did. Cause then it's good publicity for everybody. Yeah, somebody in somebody in the PR department. But I guarantee you that it was like the PR department of the Rams or something. Yeah, probably because I mean, if if anyone's liable, it's probably it's them. the Rams. Yeah, because he didn't push her off the right. stage; she <laughs> fell off the stage that they built. So, um, if he would have pushed her, I think that would have been different. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was in no way at fault. He just reacted poorly to it. But yeah, I just thought I'd share that very, um, very stupid saga. I mean, I'm, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry for that woman. I hope she, you know, 
heals up and gets better. Uh, but yeah, prayers up, prayers up for the lady yeah. who, with the problematic Twitter. Um, yeah, that is that's a very 2022 story, though. Um, mm-hmm. Some something unfortunate happens, then there's a reaction, then there's a another reaction. It's like it becomes this toilet full of shit that starts swirling around and it's just everything's dumb everyone has to have an opinion and everyone's opinion yeah. has to be heard and it's like right now yeah now <laughs> we're good it's Everybody's also good it's also yeah. crazy to me that somebody like dug through her twitter and found <laughs> this <laughs> and just random woman that's insane yeah. that's like the most yeah. insane thing it's it's not like that she person fell. should be put in jail regardless of that woman <laughs> yeah. tweeted like yeah. if you looked up a random photographer's tweets from years ago you should be jailed yeah. immediately it doesn't matter yeah. what she did or if she's murdered people yeah it's not like she was <laughs> she, it's not like she was falling off the stage and yeah. just yelled out a racial slur right. as she was falling it's like, I don't know. It's yeah. it's it's crazy. Um, and yeah, it's just it's really stupid. So I thought thought I'd share, and um, I'm glad I, I'm glad everyone's alive that was involved. I'm glad Matt Stafford didn't die. I'm glad this lady didn't die. She does have a fractured spine, but could be worse. <laughs> yes, yeah, she could be dead. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. they could have found her old facebook posts yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, jesus um and then that also i guess while we're on the topic of people misbehaving uh i i see we all i think we all probably saw the Jawan howard um, yeah yeah i, I didn't I don't know the full story, so. Yeah, so basically, uh, Jawan Howard, former member of the Fab Five at Michigan, uh, is now their head coach. Michigan is kind of one of the last four in the tournament right now. Um, They lost to Wisconsin over the weekend. It was Wisconsin was kind of giving it to them. It was kind of the game was out of hand. Um, So. So basically the long and short of it is Jawan Howard at the, when they were shaking hands after the game, he said something to one of the assistants at Wisconsin. And then basically like they got into each other's faces a little bit and he like slapped him in the head because people say punch, but it's like, he kind of slapped him really. Um, I think if he would have punched him for real, that guy would have been knocked out because Jawan <laughs> Howard's like a seven foot tall man. Who's very big still. Um, but basically no one really knows what was said in between them, but according to sources, what had Jawan heated and had the other coach heated was that Wisconsin was winning big. They took out all their starters and brought in their subs. Cause that's what normally you do in big blowouts when time's running out because Michigan needs to get in. And Jawan probably wanted to make a point to his players. He left all his starters in and started doing and started doing like full court press and like really playing hard to try to get back into the game, or at least, you know, you know how coaches are. It's like, I'll make these guys run, even if they're going to lose. So at one point when there was very little time left, Michigan was pressing and trying to steal the ball and Wisconsin couldn't get the ball across to half court. So they called the timeout. And apparently that pissed them off too. Cause they were like, just end the game. Don't fucking call timeouts. Um. The thing is, though, man, if you're going to keep playing hard and these guys are on the bench, I mean, if you're going to coach your team to play for real, then the other team should be allowed to do that, too. Yeah. So, like, shut the fuck up about that. Lighten up, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I, I heard heard the Wisconsin coach was like, we had our bench guys in and they were having a hard time getting the ball up the court against mm-hmm. the full court press. So I called timeout to give them 10 seconds yeah. on the – Clock to give them more time to get the ball up mm-hmm. court. It, I wasn't trying to like yeah. embarrass anybody or anything. Um, but obviously Juwan did not take kindly to that move. And there were words exchanged in the line that we'll never know what was said probably. So mm-hmm. who knows what was said to set him off. But 
yeah, basically Jawan Howard's now been suspended for the rest of the regular season, which is like the last five games. There's a couple of players that were suspended for a game. The assistant coach for Wisconsin, I think has been suspended for a game or fined or something. Um, but yeah, it was just like a, a funny thing amongst coaches, um, which is surprising that it doesn't happen more often in my opinion. <laughs> Because a lot of yeah. coaches don't like each other at all. And a lot of those college basketball coaches are psychos. Yes. They have some of the highest psycho rate among coaches is college basketball coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like They're Bruce Pearl. Um, yeah. Tom Coach Izzo. K, uh, obviously, Bobby Knight's the biggest psycho of all time. Right. Yes, for sure. Um, <laughs> he definitely uh, is the biggest. I think I would say the biggest psycho in all of sports, probably. Probably. Yeah. he's one of those guys when you just like see him talking in a normal setting you're like that guy seems really angry Mm. like there's a simmering anger at all times with bobby knight you know scary scary man scary man yeah he uh he's maybe my like of sports personalities he's definitely in like my top least liked guys you know what i mean yeah but yeah you're right college basketball coaches because they're like john calipari and uh former temple head coach john cheney hated each other and there was like a famous thing where like john cheney like storms into calipari's press conference and starts like screaming at him like what challenging him to fight and like uh John Thompson at Georgetown was also hated by the other big East coaches and coach K hates certain guys too. And yeah, they're fucking psychos. You're a hundred percent right. Jimmy, even probably more than college football. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Those basketball, like, cause apparently coach K has like the foulest mouth mm-hmm. of like any coach in college <laughs> basketball. And he like, He's because he's a disciple of Bobby Knight. Yes. Like he like pushes because I, I was listening to a podcast. There, This guy just wrote a book about Coach K because he's retiring. So he's, yeah, because he's retiring. <clears throat> and he was saying like players, former players have said like Coach K go takes things to the point where he's like yelling. He's in a player's face at practice and it's to the like to the level where the next step would be like, I've got to punch this guy in the face for the yeah. way he's talking to me. <laughs> well, I, uh, uh, I, I like listening to JJ Reddick's podcast, the old man in the three where he interviews the NBA guys and they have like pretty honest discussions. And like recently he interviewed Jason Tatum who also played at Duke and they were sharing coach K stories. And he asked Jason Tatum about the time he got kicked out of the gym And they were talking about like JJ was like, I'm getting flashbacks like from my four years there because he was asking him if like the one and done guys, if it's different for them than it was for the four year guys. But it sounds like it's the same. And basically, like he did something that Coach K didn't like. And so he kicked them out of the gym and then they came back the next day and everyone's stuff. There was like trash bags at everyone's locker. And one of the assistants came in and was like, Coach K said, put all your shit in the trash bags. Like, put it all in there. And they all emptied their lockers. And they had to remove all their Duke gear. Uh, They had gone out to Walmart and bought, like, the shittiest, like, basketball shorts and shirts. And they had to practice in that. And they couldn't shower at the facility. They had to shower at their dorms. So they had to walk around to classes, like, smelling like shit you know, wow. <laughs> practice. Wow. Um, and like, he would do that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Full humiliation. Real cool. Real cool stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, JJ told a story that the first time he went back to a Duke game at Cameron indoor with his kids, uh, he got, he sat with like the former players, which is like right behind the bench or whatever. And uh, I don't know, they had turned the ball over or something and coach K called a timeout and he sat down the starters in front of him and basically like at the top of his lungs yelled, I hate all your fucking faces. You're out of the game. And he took everyone out. <laughs> wow. So it's like, that's the kind of guy we're dealing with. Uh, and, you know, he's friend of the show. Uh, he's a wizard, as we found out. Yeah, so go back right. and listen to that if you want to m- commemorate Coach K and before he retires. God, we're going to miss him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, he's he's clearly, obviously, he's a dark wizard. He's on the dark side of magic. He uses dark magic. Because, mm-hmm. um, obviously, you wouldn't be that evil if he was a good wizard. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, bad wizard. Just, just wanted to clarify. I mean, it's yeah. crazy what these college coaches can get away with. Like, because they have yeah. all the power. They're just power mm-hmm. mad. And it's mm-hmm. like, I, I get results. So I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and that's why it doesn't work it, when they try to go to like, per, like in the NBA or NFL. That's why it yeah, typically if, does not work. If Coach Shashevsky yeah. went to uh, fucking like coach the Charlotte Hornets and he's like, throw all your jerseys in this trash bag. <laughs> you don't get to shower here. He'd get bitch slapped immediately. Yeah. LaMelo Ball's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Shut up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's just <laughs> they would just shove him. <laughs> they'd shove him in a fucking trash can. Come back here! You don't deserve to wear these jerseys. <laughs> oh God! But he's he is like the most powerful coach in college sports, aside from like Saban. I don't. Know, I'll even say like Saban seems like a much more congenial and like likable person even though he's a total robot hard ass mm-hmm. next to coach k it's like oh saban seems normal right <laughs> yeah it must you know what it must be something too about like you can be more insane as a head basketball coach because it's a smaller group of guys and yeah you can be more like i i don't know you probably be more yeah. fucking crazy and do shit like that and they're like i guess this is what we have to do whereas <laughs> if you have like yeah. 80 giant young men and you tell them that they're probably like fuck this guy i'm gonna go train i don't know well also especially nowadays where it's one and done and basically in college basketball like you can treat these guys like shit for a year and they'll put up with it but like in football you got him for three at least yeah Uh, and it's like how much can you really (laughs) after a couple of years Yeah. Which yeah, isn't exactly. to say that football coaches aren't fucking psychos because they no, are. Uh, most of them are psychos too. I mean, Saban but the is level kind of yeah level is different. That that exactly. is a different. That is something I you couldn't get away with with a football team of like you guys aren't allowed to shower and I hate yeah. your fucking faces or I don't know. It's yeah, it's a different. They're very close, but when you look at them, when you look at both groups closely, I think you're totally right that yeah. basketball coaches are crazier yeah, yeah. so weird <laughs> so weird <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah um should we get into our main story of the day i think like we've been yeah saving it a little time. bit but i think we got to get right into into the big one yeah. that we need to discuss um take it away yeah, well, you know, last or two weeks ago, um, we shared the story of the French skier whose testicles were destroyed on a slalom gate. And of course, we found out that's over a decade old, and we apologize for that once again. Um, but if you're not, if you don't remember, if you missed that episode, go ahead and, and uh, Google French skiers testicle explosion or something like that or just listen to the episode too just listen to the of course listen to the episode um you'll hear the clip multiple times um but we have a a fresh story that involves uh winter sports and genitalia from this year's winter olympics um finish uh let's see he's a cross-country 50 kilometer cross-country skier um, or he was in a 50 kilometer co- cross country race, a guy by the name of Remy Lindholm suffered a frozen penis uh, <laughs> in this 50 kilometer uh, cross country skiing race. Let's see. Um, 50 kilometers, uh, by the way, while well, Jimmy, uh, before you go on is 31 yes. miles. That's, so you that's know. a long time on skis. Yeah. Just and, so you uh, know. 
And it said um, the immediate concern for the 24-year-old in the aftermath of completing the final event of his debut Olympic Games was thawing out his frozen penis. A heat pack eventually helped the Finn salvage the situation at the end of what was a grueling race. However, he spent almost an hour and 16 minutes on the course in howling winds and temperatures of negative 17 degrees Celsius, so he was in a tremendous amount of pain. You can guess which body part was a little bit frozen when I finished, Lindholm told Finnish media. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, if you're competing in a winter sport, keep that dick warm. Yeah. Because it'll freeze off. It'll freeze right off on you. Yeah, like oh. he said, when the body parts started to warm up after the finish, the pain was unbearable. Yeah. And the worst uh, part about it all is that it's not in the story, but I did a little more digging about this guy. He mm-hmm. was set to like be in an orgy later that night. Oh, jeez, mm. Ruins your orgy plans, mm-hmm. which as we covered, that's like half the reason. That's the Olympics. Olympians. Yeah, it's like why they go. Well, I did hear in the wake of the frozen penis um, incident for Remy Lindholm, um, I did hear he's developing a new product that might be a future sponsor. It's called Remy Lindholm's penis sweaters. And it's a, it's a sweater made by, uh, in Finland and it's, uh, oh. knit it's by hand, knit by Genuine hand Finnish wool. Yeah. And it's, and these are Finnish sheep, um, that are sheared and they're these tiny, you know, tiny sweaters are knit knitted and, it's just a, you know, a sweater for your penis. And if you're a cross-country skier, I think you should look into Remy's penis sweaters. The thing, the yeah. disclaimer, though, and I'm sure they'll talk about it more in the commercial, is only for the penis. The scrote, that's a whole other thing. You got to figure yeah. that out somewhere right. else. You have to make like a little cap of some kind. <laughs> or, you know, I don't know. It's It'll yeah. go inside of you maybe because it's so cold, so you don't have to worry yeah. about it. Like, I don't That's know. That's true. Yeah. The, the yeah. testicles are a little bit better at regulating temperature <laughs> control. Um, but I'm really glad Remy has turned lemons into lemonade and made these penis sweaters that we can all, you know, buy yeah. them now. Get them, get your Christmas shopping done now. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Oh, that's a perfect Christmas gift. That's a stocking stuffer for sure. <laughs> Give that to the men in your, your life. I mean, it's going to be winter right at Christmas. Surprise, surprise your dad or your brother, whoever. And if you're the penis sweater, if you have a family member who's well endowed, when they pass away, their penis sweater can then double as a stocking uh-huh. for Christmas. Yeah. So They're all... you, can, you can bring out grandpa's used penis sweater and turn it into a nice stocking. Oh, uh, That's right. Yeah, it's multiple multiple use. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, no waste here. Machine yeah. washable, machine washing, dryer safe. You know, it's great. It's it's a it's it's really cool how like yeah he's turned this into uh into a whole new business venture. But I hope his yeah. penis is okay in the meantime. Yeah, I hope his penis is okay. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's a great product because I mean I it doesn't even get that cold down here in Georgia. But some of the days this winter, I thought, geez, I wish, I wish my penis had a little sweater right now. It's it's chilly out here. I mean, when you're sick, because yeah. I know I've been down to your house. I know you got that nice porch. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's an early February evening and you want to sit out and sip cocoa outside. And that penis just gets a little too chilly. Well, it just won't cooperate out there. <laughs> yeah. Now you're good to go. Yeah. 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 It's so good. I, I live in the coldest place I've ever lived in my life. And, you know, it sucks to go outside because, yeah, my penis gets cold. Like, I got something for every other part of my body, but not mm. some would say the most important part of my body. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that it's taken this long for somebody to create this product. But, like Kevin said, he took lemons and turned it into lemonade, and Some, he deserves applause he took, for that. He took the mistake God made by putting our genitals on the outside mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, made it better. He's, yeah. He took a crisis and turned it into an opportunity, and I, yeah. I thank him for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Finland. It is, you know, it's great. 
mm-hmm. with your weird Star Wars language. It is a Star Wars language, that's for sure. When you hear when you hear finish, it sounds like George Lucas wrote it or something. They're a weird in-between country because they're not Scandinavian, they're not Eastern yeah. European, they're just kind of in this weird in-between. Are they not Scandinavian? No, technically, technically oh interesting i didn't know that but i think they're one of those countries that it's like if russia's not fucking in their history it's like if russia's not fucking them over then the swedes and the norwegians mm-hmm. are are fucking them over they're mm-hmm. getting fucked mm-hmm. by somebody on either side for like a thousand years um so that's never fun no yeah i will recommend if you want to a sample of this uh, beautiful language, uh, go on the youtube.com and look up the uh, theme song for the cartoon show DuckTales in Finnish and uh, have a little, a little giggle. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm going to check that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Languages are funny. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Yeah. They don't sound like mine, so it's weird. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> which I've got to say, I've had this net since this came up. I feel like English to non-English speak, like an, an, an a British person speaking English, like with like a proper British accent. If you don't speak English, that's got to be one of the funniest mm-hmm. languages to hear. If you yeah. hear like a, a dandy Englishman. Or, or even like a Cockney, like chimney sweep type guy, <laughs> speaking in his bloody accent. He's all, it's like if you don't know English, you gotta be like, what the, what is this? What is this fucking thing? It is funny to hear cousins of mine do impressions of like British people sometimes <laughs> back in El Salvador. <laughs> yeah, what is? Are they doing it in English or are they? Yeah, doing yeah, it? Yeah, okay. yeah. But it's still like funny to. I mean, I can't do an English accent either, but but it is funny that my wife and I joke about it all the time because like you think of British people, you think of like like Hugh Grant or or those like mm-hmm. little dandies, and it's like they're like Paul McCartney, Sir Paul, our old friend. It's like these motherfuckers like owned the world somehow. These like mm. dainty, like skittish, like scared, nervous freaks, like somehow conquered the world. Yeah, yeah. they did, and. Uh, also one of the funniest things to hear British people do, cause is when British people try to speak Spanish, yeah. it sounds, I mean, I'm sure Americans sound dumb in their own way, but British people, I think every British person I've ever met, they think in Spanish, every N is an Enye. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, I used to work at this cafe that a lot of British people would come to and we served empanadas. And they, without fail, would go, can I have an empanada? Mm-hmm. And I would be like, "That's." I wouldn't say this, but I would be like, you know, it's not pronounced that way. <laughs> not- yeah. They just yeah. decide on these weird rules that they follow. It is, I, you're right. Yeah. Though, it is funny because I hear soccer announcers try to pronounce player names or something. Sometimes, and it's it's funny. It's not right. It's yeah. It, mm-hmm. I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but I feel like they also do the opposite sometimes too, where they don't make any effort to pronounce a foreign word Mm -hmm. like anywhere in the neighborhood of how it's supposed to be pronounced in the native (laughs) language. I'm I'm blanking on a good example, but they're just, you know, fuck the English, right? As Irish lords, I think we we can say that. We have to say that. We have to. We're required to. It is one of the things when we became lords, and it was like you have to. I mean, if we yeah. don't say that, our 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 serfs will murder us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They, they won't and stand for it. If they find out no. we're sending grain back to England, forget about it. Oh yeah, we're going to the stocks. <laughs> we're getting put in the stocks immediately. Yeah, and rightfully so. Absolutely. Yeah, I will right. not. It, it, you know, I will not fight any of these serfs who come after me. It's like, no, mm-hmm. you, this is the right thing. Yeah. I agree. But, um, but yeah, you know, 
hopefully this COVID takes care of the queen for us. Uh, and I'm just kidding. JK, JK. If she's, <laughs> if she's not already dead. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are saying she's been dead for months, which that's a theory I like. That they're somehow keeping that secret for some reason. I mean, she's had a tough couple months or a couple of years, really. You know, her grandson turned his back on the family, moved sure. to America. Her son's her, friend died in jail. Yeah. And yeah, then I don't know if you saw, tough. but her son's. <laughs> for some reason. Friend, I don't know if you saw, but her son's other friend died in jail, too. Yeah. I yeah, saw yeah. that. I saw yeah. that. That's brutal. It's hot. Really. It's tough. It's really sad. And now some lady's coming after her son wants money. What the heck, man? It's just, it's the a queen shame. can't catch a break. <laughs> she really can't. All she can catch is COVID, man. Yeah, right. Come on, man. Get COVID, man. <laughs> Come on, queen. <laughs> Come on, queen. Don't die on me. I need you, man. You're, Actually, you're, you're somehow older than me. Come on, don't die. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw that. That reminds me. I somewhere I saw this story that Joe Biden's mother, who I guess that's where he gets his Irishness from, his mom's mm. side, mm-hmm. apparently hates the Queen with a passion. <laughs> Good. And they stayed at some some royal residence or something, and Joe Biden's mother refused to sleep in a room that the Queen <laughs> has slept in in the past. Or something. I was like, "All right, that's kind of cool." And we vote for Joe Biden's mom. Yeah, yeah. I do remember seeing her at um, one of the DNCs back when um, Joe Biden was vice president, and yeah, his mom was like a one hundred year old little old um, lady named like Elaine Finnegan or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Veep, <laughs> the headline, this is from a couple weeks ago, Veep writer Georgia Pritchett, uh, whatever, reveals U.S. president's Irish mother wrote poems calling for God to rain blood on the English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I guess she's no longer with us, but hey, good job. She Grandma, passed. She Biden. passed away tragically at the age of yeah. 110. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Catherine Finnegan. There you yeah, go. it was yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You Catherine, Catherine Fiddlesticks, man. That's my, that's my mom, man. I mean, aren't aren't half the people in Ireland's last name Finnegan anyway? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that is true. If it's not like O something, yeah, Finnegan's a big one. No, but I love I love that. That's so great. Um, <laughs> release those poems, huh? Exactly. Yeah, I want to read that shit. Yeah, I'm I'm pro that. They I might put... get into poetry because of that. Russian <laughs> peace to my mom. She was a poet. Her name's Katie Fiddlesticks, and she's from Cork, <laughs> Ireland. I love her, man. I miss my mom. She hates the queen. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is not real, but this is parody, but it'd be parody funny, haha. If in like a fugue state, Joe Biden gets possessed by his mom when he's visiting England and, you know, it's like a naked gun situation. Yeah. He gets, exactly. acti- yeah, he gets, a- he gets activated, must kill <laughs> <Yeah>. the queen. <laughs> <laughs> and as long as Enrico Palazzo is not around, we'll be good. Yeah. Exactly. That would be fucking awesome if it was like a long, an IRA long play. (laughs) (laughs) Miss plotting this. Captain Finnegan, your mission is to move to America, grow to the ripe old age of 100 million years old and have a son who becomes president, gets to meet the queen, (laughs) then kills her. Aye. I'll do it. Yeah, it's like I'm everyone's worried. Everyone's worried about Russians infiltrating the government. Or no, no, no. It's the IRA, but it's not even anything mm-hmm. happening here. No, they're it's playing all just a murder. Forty chess, man. Exactly. <laughs> oh, if oh, only, brother. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, I guess uh baseball people met for like 15 minutes and uh that was it. 
So nothing to report yeah, there. They're working really hard to get a deal done. <laughs> they're meeting for about 10 to 15 minutes every day and and getting mad at each other and running away. So as the fans were really grateful for the hard work mm-hmm. they're putting in to get this resolved. It's real cool. Yeah. Thank, thanks, guys. Um, mm-hmm. But regardless, the Braves won the World Series last year, so whatever, I'm good. Exactly, um, exactly. And uh, real quick before we wrap up here, speaking of fake Irish uh, stuff, uh, I wanted to bring up uh, little Patty Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Sure, young uh, Patrick Mahomes. Because he's, aside from having a tough time on the field recently with uh, not being able to get back to winning Super Bowls, the off-field shit around him is uh, got to be annoying because um, mm-hmm. his brother Jackson is a bit of a nightmare and uh, very disliked in the Kansas City area because um, he tries to take advantage of the last name and be a little shitbag everywhere he goes. And then more recently, Patrick Mahomes was caught on camera on ESPN telling his uh, fiance to stop with the, quote, resting bitch face. Um, mm-hmm. And so that made the rounds. And it's like, that's that's got to be tough for Patrick. Uh, yeah, not something you want to even get caught on camera doing. No, uh, yeah. not something you want your wife's friends to even hear about off camera. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, it's just not good because it's just it's more shit. Like the guy seems cool. Like he seems like a fine dude, you know. But um, I can't imagine him enjoying all this. Yeah, no. well, I I think his wife and his brother are both very active on social media, which also obviously, like yeah. we were saying, social media creates a lot of problems. Yeah, she's I think not like yeah, that's true. They get a lot of hate. And I know there was one controversy earlier this year with his brother where they were, they were at the Washington football team game (laughs) and the Washington football team was retiring Sean Taylor's Mm -hmm. deceased safety, Sean Taylor's number and Jackson Mahomes did like a TikTok dance on like the part of the field that was like dedicated to the ceremony and a bunch of Washington football fans got irate about that and felt it was disrespectful towards their deceased former star. Um, So I think, yeah, it's been an ongoing thing with him where either his fiance or uh, his little brother do something embarrassing on social media. Although this time, I guess it was Patrick who got, got caught in an embarrassing moment but yeah it was like patrick trying to i think think ahead before (laughs) people come down you know and it just didn't work right the one that i did want to read real quick that i loved uh i guess jackson mahomes went to a restaurant in kansas city and wanted him and all his friends to be seated or something immediately and they were like we're busy and he got real pissed off um cool cool. and so this went viral because the restaurant uh wrote this apology Uh, And I'm going to read it in full. This is like from a few weeks ago. So sorry if you've heard this. Um, There are. uh, There are also those that have built their followings by being the opposite. That being said, we have some apologies to make. Dear Jackson Mahomes, we're sorry that we set boundaries that you tried to ignore. Oftentimes, people with unearned status and a sense of entitlement think they are above the rules and will lash out at employees enforcing them. We are sorry we could not see you you and your very large group. As you probably saw, our bar is very small. We are sorry that you have to reach, uh, that you have the reach that you do, or at least that you think you do. And that instead of using it for something positive, you decided to use it to try and crush a small business. We survived a global pandemic. We'll survive your ego. We are sorry you didn't reach out to us first before taking to social media. But then again, that is an expectation we would have from a mature and rational person, not someone who pours water on fans and dances on the memorials of tragically lost people for TikTok clout. We have not been fortunate enough to be born into a much more talented and much more famous family, but we could, we would like to think that if we did, uh, did have that much luck, we would use it, our influence in more responsible ways. We hope our apology finds you well. Oh, wow. 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 They went up and in. 
So apparently, he like a douchebag. Yeah, apparently that was taken down eventually, and then the real apology was set. So I'm guessing that was like the manager that night went on Instagram yeah. or something immediately. And just fucking, <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. look, man, having worked in the fucking restaurant industry, you get a lot of these people. Um, yes. Yeah. But uh, but fuck yeah. Jackson Mahomes. He seems like a real and he, and like I looked him up and he looks like a dumb nerd too. It's not like, it's yeah. Not, he's very. He's got a very like immediately uh annoying vibe yeah he's not like a chet hanks who looks cool um oh my man chet no nowhere near chet and you know and and jackson seems to have had good male role models in his life unlike chet who's claiming he never had good male role models to look up to (laughs) the thing is is you don't understand is chet kind of had a rough upbringing (laughs) sure sure yeah we had it on easy street us three guys yeah he had you know problems that we could never imagine frankly no i'm sure tom hanks is a monster of a father Mm -hmm. i mean just look at look at the way colin hanks turned out right now he's 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 really fucked up clearly yeah so you know to jackson mahomes i just say be best you know be best yeah yeah absolutely be best be best also can we just tiktok is just the worst i yeah, think of all the social I, media i think it's the most toxic and weird but it's got the best comedy that's true <laughs> if i ever want to laugh i go to tiktok mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that guy on the subway who farts <laughs> yeah you know, uh, when when your dad eats the last slice of pizza, <laughs> that's a, that's a TikTok, right there. Yep, <laughs> it's great. It's great. So yeah, shout out to TikTok. Uh, thank you for your service. We we love you Absolutely. and adore you and appreciate you. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know. I think that's gonna probably wrap it up for another classic episode. Yeah. I mean, so once geez. again, once again. Thanks again to Lawrence Taylor uh, for <laughs> putting out about the IRS. And thanks and uh, prayers up to um, Remy Remy Lindholm. Mm-hmm. And his, yeah, and his penis. And his penis. Um, Keep that dong warm. Yeah, Keep it warm. Yeah, no need to ski for so long. No, don't do that. <laughs> what were you thinking, Remy? <laughs> and he didn't even win, but you know uh maybe he did because i don't know who he is i know him more than i do the winner he came yeah. in like 29th place so no he does not <laughs> i guess when you got a frozen cock it's hard to go fast <laughs> honestly yeah to place somewhere in the middle of the pack is an accomplishment with a frozen penis mm-hmm. for sure for yeah. sure don't think i've ever had that much pain in my life but mm-hmm uh but yeah uh thanks for listening um leave us a rating and review if you like tell people about the show help us grow the audience and all that stuff that we always uh, used to ask about for and uh we'll see you next week everyone uh pop a bless and keep those cocks hot Jay Khaled! We the best music.